Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Rad Reality Show. It's Manic Monday, and we have a special guest tonight, but we're going to kick it off with our intro, Manic Monday. It should be called Mad Monday. Manic Monday. Like the song. They played it last Monday. It's from Manic A real big shoe. Amazing, the thrilling, the greatest, spectacular, incredible, exciting, wonderful show for you tonight. Oh, oh, oh. When I say road, you say island. Road. Island. Road. Island. Get out, Rhode Island. You know what it is, ho. Oh. All right, let's get this party started. Come on. Welcome, Big Brother fans. I'm Jerry Garcia, and I'd like to say thank you for coming to hang out with us here at the Rad Reality Show Network today, which is Monday, July 6, 2015. I hope you all had a wonderful 4th of July weekend, but the fireworks aren't done yet because it's time for Manic Monday Show with our host, Michelle Costa, from Big Brother 10. She's also known as the Portuguese Princess from Providence, Rhode Island, and she's got another Rhode Island fan favorite as her special guest tonight. The Big Brother 16 winner, Derek Lowser, will be here with Michelle to discuss everything that's going on in this crazy new Big Brother 17 season. As always, you're invited to call in and chat with Derek and Michelle at one three four seven two three seven five five zero six, And with any questions or comments you may have, we want you to call in and just press the number one key once you're on our switchboard, which lets us know that you want to join us on air. Um, Myself and Paul from Minnesota will be here as co-hosts, making sure that everything goes smoothly in the background. So before things get very crazy, let's say a quick hi to Paul. Um, I do want to mention before we switch over to Paul, I got a call just before we came on air, and one of our regulars, everyone knows him. He's been on our show many, many, many times. Our very dear Chi-Town Joe 
just got the call right before we went live on air that his mother passed away. So we want to send thoughts and prayers out to Chi-Town Joe. Um, he just got the call minutes before we went on air. So to all of our Rad Reality family out there, please keep Chi-Town Joe in your thoughts and prayers as well. Um, let's go over to Paul from Minnesota and see what's up with you, Paul. How's it going up in Minnesota? <coughs> it's smoky you choking here. choking on that Canada, that Canada fire smoke up there, Paul? Yeah, it's hi, Cherry. Hi, everyone. Uh, it was so sad to hear about Joe. Um, but, uh, yeah, these uh, Canadian forest fires have been hazing up our air for several weeks, but today I went out and I go, whoa, now I can smell it. So that's why I was coughing a little bit. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's about it up here for now. All right, well, let's play her intro and get our host up here with us. Here we go, folks. Welcome, Michelle Costa. How are you, babe? Hey, what's going on, Cherry and Paul? Happy Manic Mondays. Yay! What's going on, chat room, everybody that's listening out there? Welcome. Um, we have such a great show tonight, but I also like to say my thoughts and prayers are obviously with Joe right now and um, his family as well. So send them all the love you guys can. I know that it's like definitely needed at a time like this. So, going on a different note, we're going to be talking about Big Brother 17, and we have a guest. Can I hear? Holla! Holla. We have uh, Rhode Island's own uh, Derek, winner of BB16. He will be calling in in a little bit to chat about Big Brother 17. And I want to know, too, how it feels to be outside the house after, you know, you you were last in that house, how it feels like to have somebody sleeping in your bed and eating your porridge, well, slop, I guess. Um, so I'm curious about that. And also I get to spend some time with him, so uh, I'd love to hear about the New York premiere and um, his thoughts about it. But Cherry and Paul, oh, my gosh, can I say, Big Brother 17, the cast, they did such a great job picking them. I mean, what? So they are on a roll. They're off to a great start. Well, what do you think, Cherry? I think it's a great cast this season. Um, I think they they really did a great job. Uh, a little bit more mature cast, I believe, um, than what we've seen in, in the last few seasons. Um, I, I don't know. There's just something a little bit more mature about them. and But yet they're still bringing the drama. And yeah. good drama. We love that. We yes, love it. That's what it's all about. And it's been a lot of fun lately. Um, 
the house is divided and a lot going back and forth, um, a lot of tension, a lot of, you know, a little bit of flip-flopping and... Already a house you know, meeting. Yes, yes, all that kind of stuff going on. Um, you know, in the very beginning, um, we had... Uh, gosh, I can't see her name right now. Um, uh, gosh, I can't say her name. Um, the one Audrey, Jason, Audrey, Audrey, Audrey was running the show, and oh, yeah. she was she running, was running everything. Life. Yeah, and they realized what she was doing and called a house meeting and blew her game out of the water, girl. And so she went from top to the bottom real quick. And she's yeah, been doing well, she that, that up low. a little bit. She played that up a little bit. And it was funny. Remember when she was laying down in, um, um, I don't know which room she was laying in, but she was like, ooh, that didn't go as bad as I thought. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, you know, she's going to turn this around and – uh she wasn't put in the block, and she wasn't. Well, let me say this before I say my next statement. There are spoilers here, guys. So if you don't want to hear spoilers, don't shut us off, but just put, like, your fingers in your ears <clears throat> and block your and block your eyes in case you're in the chat room. But um, obviously we, she's not getting back door because we know that Amy was a replacement, Um and so I'm really sad. I love Davon. I love Day. I don't want her to I go. Know. I know. Oh, and she's I, starting to figure I, things out with the twins, too. Yeah. Do I get a chance? <laughs> go ahead, Paul. Jump on in. I am not a Davon fan. So I know we all have our favorites and our not-so-favorites. Uh, and that's what we love about Big Brother because we can all disagree on who we like and don't like. But I'm I'm okay with her leaving. But uh, speaking of breaking news, um, yes, uh, just recently in an outside lockdown, thanks Chatters and from Rhode Island, uh, that uh, Jason and Devon have are convinced that Liz is a twin. Yes. Yes, they said something that the face looks different like every other day. And well, uh, she's so smart. Like, she knows what's going on. And I'm wondering if she's going to – did she reveal it to anybody besides Jason, Paul? Uh, Liz didn't reveal it to anybody. What, uh, you mean – No, I'm talking about um, uh, Day's thoughts of Liz being a twin. Has she um, told anybody else besides Jason? Not that I'm aware of, uh, but right. here's the thing. I very much have been checking uh, the feeds ever since we saw them together in, on the Thursday night episode, and there are a definite birthmark clue on her upper chest of who Liz is, and Liz has been basically – over the last seven days, she has been in that house pretty much constantly, except for uh, Thursday night when Julia came in. 
Uh, Friday morning, Julia left about just before noon, Big Brother time, and has not been back in since. I have really researched this. I have watched it. So if they think her face has been changing, it maybe Julia came in today. I don't know. I haven't had a chance to look. But uh, I was surprised how long uh, Liz has been in the house over the last seventeen day, uh, seven days except for like 17 hours overnight. Yeah, I, I just think it's crazy. When I listen to Liz talk, I'm like, I never heard anybody who sounds like me. I mean, she has the same voice as me and talks like me. It's so weird to listen to her. <laughs> I can't wait to meet her, and me and her are just going to talk to each other, and we're going to sound like we're like, I don't know. It's going to be crazy. You know, I didn't even realize it until Adam Pock said something to me. He actually tweeted it. So if you guys, next time you guys listen to Liz speak, tell me it does not sound like me. It's weird. (laughs) And somebody, who was it, Jerry, on Thursday? Was it Jason, JTV, uh, who called in and said that, uh, asked if we thought that, that uh, Johnny Mac sounded like uh, Dan Geesling, and I said, well, I have to start listening to him. There are times when he is off camera and he's not doing his giggling or talking, you know, excitedly where he's just talking in a normal tone. He sounds exactly like Dan Geesling. It just floored me. I mean, I'm sitting there listening, and all of a sudden I go, hey, is Dan in the house? Oh, my gosh. Johnny (laughs) Mac is crazy. I don't know if I would want him to touch my teeth with a drill. He's like... I've renamed him Bobcat Johnny Mac. Bobcat Johnny Mac. Yes. Yes, Cherry Pie. Oh, my God. That's perfect. I mean, Paul, I mean, I... I haven't kind of seen him talk calmly, so I'm going to have to listen to him and see if he talks to Dan. But if he's like that one million like times a day, like 100% like he is, like he is off the chains. He is crazy, but he's very entertaining. He's very entertaining. But, um, he's so funny. He's hilarious. I mean, another one that has good um, diary room sessions. Um, but he he's a trip. I'm not sure if he's going to make it far, uh, but they are utilizing him well as a pawn, and um, he did take himself off the block. He went in the veto and stuff, you know, but uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I think that, you know, Audrey might be done next week if she doesn't win HOH. Um, I don't know. I think that, that that target, but you never know in that house. I'm sure she'll think of something. Um, but, um, I want to ask you guys a question. What are your thoughts? I know it's been a couple of weeks in the house. Um, your thoughts on, on Jeff and Jackie. I mean, Jackie barely, you know, you'd realize that she's in the house, poor thing. You know, she's so quiet. She's starting to talk a little bit more again now. And then you got Jeff. So, uh, Paul, what are your thoughts on Jeff and Jackie? I, Okay. First of all, Jackie has been playing such a quiet game. She was on the block, so she did a good job of, you know, not causing any trouble and not playing game. And I have barely noticed her. But Jeff, about a week ago or so, I was getting very annoyed. I didn't like him. 
he he just seemed like he was trying to be you know the next big thing and take over uh take power and and he was just bugging me but in the last few days i have started really appreciating his game and the other night there was what seemed to be an alliance they they had not come up with a name i don't know if they have yet or not but uh shell up in the uh hoh it was shelly clay jeff jackie and johnny mack and they formed now we get we see a lot of alliances formed but i felt very weirdly that that looked like a really good diverse and strong alliance i mean they all have different yeah. things that they bring to it and I'm really impressed the way uh, uh, Jackie was talking, and she she's got a little more going for her than I had originally thought. So those are my yeah. thoughts on those two. Yeah, I mean she she was definitely laying low, and I think she kind of realized that oh I'm not on the block anymore, and it's a new week. I must talk um, game. So I think she kind of uh, you know got more comfortable you know going from Amazing Race to Big Brother House. That's a, a huge difference. So. Um, cherry pie. What about your your thoughts on these uh, amazing race pair? That's qu- not quite not a pair, but they still uh, you know stay friendly in the house. I'll tell you one thing. Jeff is certainly happy with how he turned out. <laughs> He's he has a lot of ego. Yes, um, he does. He does have a lot of ego. He he is thinking about his gameplay. Um, he is trying to be, you know, a social player. Uh, if he doesn't stumble on his ego, you know, we'll see how far he goes. Yes. Um, I agree with you on that. I think Jackie is getting along better than I anticipated in the house. And I thought she was going to be the one who was going to have the bigger ego. And she's actually doing better than I anticipated in getting along with with all the other house guests. I first anticipated those two to be the first two out because, you know, they were on the race. And I thought, oh, you know, they're going to say, okay, well, oh, yeah. those two have had their chance and they're going to vote them out one, two. And that didn't happen, and so I thought, you know, Jackie's probably going to have a harder time getting along with the girls and just, you know, finding her place in the house. She's actually done very well, and Jeff just, he he's just such, I don't know, he's so egotistical. Um, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> but... You know, so far he's trying to play a very social game, so we'll see how he does. Mm, I'm interested to see that as well. I think that, um, you know, he's he's not going to win the game, but I'm not quite sure if he, how far he's going to make it because I can see where in a snap he can annoy somebody in an instant, you know, and uh, change their minds around if, if they're HOH. Um, we do have your we all know. Whoa, let's bring him up, Paula. Okay, we've got... One little thing to play that Paul brought up for him. Um, awesome. We'll bring him up. So here we go with that. Michelle from Cumberland, Rhode Island. She's like 15 minutes from me. Yep. I think about her all the time. When I was like in the process, I'm like, 
you know what? I sh I almost wish I could have told somebody because I probably would have went to her for advice because she literally lives like 15 minutes from me. Welcome, That's Derek Levison. How are you? What's going on? What's going on, guys? Hey, Derek. What's going on? Thanks for coming on Manic Monday. We're happy to have you, you back know, on. Thanks, Michelle. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Bring back memories and that sound bite. Oh, right. I know. I was just totally like, oh, my God, that's so funny. And I'm like, it's not 15 minutes. It's probably about, like, five minutes. I mean, not too <laughs> far from where I am to Central Falls. So, and Central Falls Literally. is very, very tiny, you guys. It's one square Literally. mile, isn't it, Derek? It's super small. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, Literally, you can probably get from one end of uh, of Central Falls all the way to the other end of Cumberland in under 15 minutes. So, you're right. It's definitely less time than that, but... Uh, yeah, I'm in the south side, Derek. I'm in Valley Falls. <laughs> oh, God, yes. You're like, you're like hey, Michelle, life. Michelle, speaking of clips, did you hear the opening clip where I inserted uh, Jason doing a shout-out to uh, to Rhode Island? Uh, I did. I did. I liked that. I was going to mention that. Thank you for that clip. That was that was good. And uh, we, in the house, I used to do 401 all the time, so... Thank you for that clip. But, yes, we got Rhode Island in the house, Derek. So <laughs> let's talk about, first off, you just got back from the NYC premiere where, where we got to hang out and, you know, watch the show together and did a roundtable. You know, let everybody know uh, how much fun you had and and uh, let them know that they're going to do it again next year, so they better come out. Yeah, no, it was it was actually a really, 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 really good time. You know, the, the, the fans that came out were just, Incredible, um, Big Brother group put on a great a great party for three nights. It, it was a lot of fun. It was it was really a lot of fun. I didn't know what to expect, and I kind of didn't know if I was going to be able to enjoy the show, considering that there's going to be so many people there. But surprisingly, when the show came on, the the fans literally locked it in, and we all watched the show. And then we you know we put the fun on pause, and as soon as the show ended, we picked it back up and. What a great time, you know, getting to see so many alumni who I hadn't already met and and also getting to connect with a lot of fans that uh, I hadn't met yet. So all around, it was, it was a great weekend, and I would strongly recommend next year anybody who's capable of doing it and getting away for a couple of days or even just for one day to come on down and check it out because it was, it was a cool experience. And as a fan of the show, I know if I hadn't already been on this actual season, then it would have been something that I really would have enjoyed. Yeah, I mean, because it's pretty intimate, isn't it? It's not like, you know, you're waving at us from afar. You are actually in the like the VIP section or wherever with us, watching it with us. And it was awesome, you know, with everybody's, you know, who they were cheering for and the oohs and the ahs, and we're all kind of just in this together. Um, so, I mean, it was great. I mean, I'm sure, you know, the fans were coming up to you left and right, but that's what, you know, this type of event's about. It's hanging out with us you know we're not only like you know on bb we are bb fans you know so um right. it, it was great it was definitely great and i had a great time with you derek yeah no we had a lot of fun we had a a lot of fun afterwards and, you know we'll leave that for uh for us but yeah no it was a great it was a great time at the event and uh we built, we had a lot of memories afterwards with just you know the former alum you know alumni and stuff like that and getting to connect and we were all at the same hotel so you guys can do your own uh, use your own imagination how that night went of us all hanging out at one hotel together, kind of like we're back yeah. in the PB house. But it was uh, it was a good time, man. I really enjoyed it. We Zach and Cody and I were talking about it uh, the day after we left, and we were, we were actually saying how much fun it really was. It was a great area where we actually stayed. Jersey City was awesome. 
The Lamborghini ride was awesome. The the Lamborghini ride was cool. Getting the Lamborghini dropped off was a cool thing. Yeah, absolutely. That that wasn't, uh, that didn't hurt. It definitely didn't hurt. I was like, I hope you have really good insurance, Derek. (laughs) I do have really good insurance, but nevertheless, I was super nervous uh, driving over the the potholes in that area because I knew if I hit one the wrong way, uh, my credit card would be maxed out. Well, hopefully you could afford it. I'm, we're we're crossing our fingers, but everything's safe yeah. with the Lamborghini, right? Yes, Lambo Lambo is fine and safe, and uh, and back with the uh, with the company that allowed me to use it, uh, full throttle exotic cars. They were the ones that let me use it. So yeah, thanks to them. And car was turned it returned to one piece, and uh, thankfully I still have a credit card with a uh, zero balance. Perfect. Well, we're glad to hear that. Um, okay. Well, you know what I wanted to ask you too. I mean. Um, I know how I felt when I left, and it's been seven years, um, watching somebody in my house, like, the year after I got off, and I was like, oh, my God, they're, like, in my bed, you know, they're, like, eating off my plates, like, how are you feeling, you know, kind of, like, you know, you're fresh out of the house, and, you know, you've got these new cast members in there, do you do you feel, like, those type of feelings, or are you like, I don't care, I won? <laughs> yeah, I mean... It is weird because I thought I was going to have that feeling where I was going to be, oh, they're in my room, they're in my bed. I really don't. The only thing I have is, like, some envy and jealousy towards, like, the setup of the actual house being, I think, better in some ways than my my house. So I don't really – I'm not really like, oh, they're in my bed or they're in my room. I haven't got that feeling because the house is so different in, in yeah. many ways from what it was when my house would almost feel like a completely different house. Um, but there's definitely points where I, you know, I just called Cody and been like, you know, damn, they got a, they got an actual, you know, uh, you know, kitchen counter like to sit at, like an actual island to sit at, as opposed to what we had, which was like tree trunks, and they have, you know, one of those big like tall fridges that you can actually like open up and look in, as opposed to the little slide out drawer thing that we had. Like they definitely made some improvements based on the downfalls of our season which, you know, we complained about a lot. And then, you know, the Skybridge itself, that thing is awesome. Although, awesome. Yeah, people aren't really using it, which I didn't think they would. It's kind of a pain to go up there and sit up there. Like, you don't really think to go up there. The easiest place is to go outside or on the couch. So, but it's still It's cool. not casual. It's not like, you know, anybody just goes upstairs and just hangs out. You just kind of really don't do that. No, exactly. And the fact that it's a, a completely transparent bridge it's not really a good spot for game talk either because if you're up on that bridge talking with somebody else, you're obviously talking game and people can see you through the floor. So it doesn't really give you much cover to kind of like hide what you're trying to talk about. So, yeah, they're going to go in the HOH room or on the couch. But, no, I, to get back to your original question, I don't really have any like, oh, man, they're in my house. But I've definitely seen some things where I was like, oh, man, I wish we had that during my season. That's pretty cool. So I definitely Imagine what my house was like seven years ago. Exactly. I definitely see it. And I definitely had some jealous points where I was like, oh, man, I wish I was in there because I would have done this as opposed to what they're doing. Like, you know, the strategy side of it. I miss that aspect of it. I miss the the chess game that goes on, you know? Yeah. And I miss the comps. I love watching the comps. And I'm like, oh, my God, I want to play that. Oh, I want to play that one, you know? Yep. Yep. Um, Same here. Same here. I get that feeling as well. Absolutely. Well, so what do you – I mean, I am excited about this cast. I think they're so diverse. Um, there's a lot of action already, house meetings. You know, there's been a lot going on. Um, do you have your faves, your least faves, or, you know, anybody in particular that we need to watch out for that they're playing everybody and they're going to win this game? You know, I 
I don't really have any faves. It's weird because even before I went on the show, I really didn't have like a favorite that I wanted to win. I always just kind of like, I kind of admired, you know, ironically just gameplay, good gameplay. And for me right now, I think the person who's playing probably one of the better games is Johnny Mac. I think Johnny Mac is playing a very under the radar game right now. He's building relationships very slowly, but he's also not um, making himself a target. Unfortunately, I actually just wrote about this on Big Brother Network. Johnny Mac is going to be uh, a guy who continuously goes on the block because he's already been put up twice. So, therefore, for everyone else, it's in picks who's future HOH because they're not the only ones who have done it. Um, and with the battle, of block, the battle of the block, that's what that creates. But other than that, socially, I think he's, he's building some some friendships and I think he's not viewed as a threat to many people, and he's always going to be a pawn. So as long as he can continue to keep up that facade and be that person, he's already proven that he's able to win comps if he is in a dangerous situation. But, you know, he's okay. not going to need to as long as he keeps playing the social game that he's playing at this point. Okay, And Derek, he has plenty I, of practice I, doing these competitions uh, because he's going to be up on the block a lot. So he'll, he'll have a lot of practice. Go ahead, Paul. Right. No, right. I was going – uh, Derek, I was going to comment uh, about Johnny Mac. Yeah, he 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 has been quiet because I think he is of all the house guests has the least uh, background understanding about Big Brother. He really, um, even when he he was watching it on the feed in the when he said on, that he was watching old seasons, he really didn't watch that many in uh, you know in sequester. And I'm wondering if his quietness is just because he lacks a basic understanding of what goes on <clears throat> on in the house. Um, but my other person I want to ask you about, how do you think, I was kind of surprised, but pleasantly surprised, I think Shelly is doing a pretty good job right yeah. now. What are your thoughts? Shelly, uh, you know, I don't think she's playing a bad game, but I think the connection between her and Clay and also the fact that she is not afraid to be uh, to voice her opinion. She's very opinionated. She's called out some people for um, the way they acted towards Audrey. Although it's very admirable, people don't like to be reprimanded or scolded or, or corrected. And she seems like she's somebody who's willing to do that. And in the game, like I said, people usually don't like to be told what to do or they're just looking for a reason to go after somebody. So for those reasons... I, I do think she's playing a good game. Um, she's building relationships. She's building alliances. But I think her her opinions could get her in some trouble. And I also think the fact that her and Clay um, have been pretty open about their connection to each other and their their uh, their enjoyment with hanging out with each other, and that could pose a threat to them because they're viewed as a as a dual vote. Well, of course they are. I mean, they they definitely are. And, I mean, talking in the HOH, Clay was, like, speaking for her, you know, and, you know, she's the HOH. So right. I definitely um, think that that could get sticky. She, but she's definitely playing one of the better games right now. But, I mean, we're just she, in the second week, you know. She also, it, could be, it, could be, it could be very interesting. It could be very interesting. Winning the HOH this early is, is dangerous. Yeah, but she also – reprimanded Clay and told him to, you know, not be talking for her. She really laid into him to, to keep his mouth shut and not speak for her, too. So I appreciated that. Well, no, and, and from an outside perspective, from a from an outside perspective of just, you know, walking the streets and, and, and being in everyday society, that's a great attribute to have and a 
you know, up a part of your life. Never let anybody, you know, manipulate you or or, or control your your uh, your situation. But in the game, you have to be so politically correct; it's ridiculous. Um, as I said, you know, being opinionated is very admirable to the viewers, and you know, sticking up for yourself, we love that. But in the game, people want to feel like they're in control. So if there even becomes a point where she's telling Clay, hey, man, listen, you ain't controlling me. This is not the way it's going to go down. Clay might be turned off by that and could look other places for an alliance member that he can trust. Again, not saying it's going to happen, but her being so willing to voice her opinion, um, it could come back and hurt her in the long run. But we'll see. We'll see how she – what you're going to find is as the season progresses, everyone gets more comfortable. They start playing as hard they kind of settle into their position and the game becomes a little bit more under control because the big personalities who are crazy, then stirring up the house, usually go home early. And then you're left with the game players who find their groove, settle into position, figure out the game and just roll with the punches. Well, I mean, you know, I know strategy is, you know, very important in that house and, and strategy can change, you know, daily, weekly, your alliances can change. What are your thoughts on, like, the BB takeover and how they're taking over every week? I mean, definitely could put a wrench in your game plan. Um, you know, we are going to do spoilers, you guys. So I'm sure that the phone call that Kathy Griffin was talking about and the three votes, whoever it's going to get, you know, even if it's day, it's not going to work. It's going to be a flop. Um, but what are your thoughts on this takeover um, every week? I don't, I don't, I don't mind it. I think it's pretty cool. I think it's something. It's definitely something different. It's gonna be. It's gonna be very, very interesting to see what twists are coming up in the future and how much they actually affect the game. So far, the twists have not been. Uh, to me, they haven't been something that is dramatically uh, influential on the game. Like you said, the phone twist, the twin twist. Um, the battle of the block is a format thing. I mean, that's definitely affecting the game, but you know that they know that right up the front. The amazing race you know twist. And see the amazing race twist. I don't even count that as a twist, honestly, because yeah. I mean, they're in there. But how does that affect the other players? If anything, it just affects Jeff and Jackie as being early targets. But they've kind of avoided that, and I think people have kind of overlooked the fact that they were on a previous show. You don't really hear people talking about yeah. it as a reason to go after them. It's kind of just become second nature. If anything, I get tweeted at all the time about them talking about the Amazing Race with the other house guests, and the other house guests seem to be enamored by the fact that they've already been on a CBS show as opposed to viewing them as a threat. So I'll tell you, if it's, I wouldn't even call that a twist. I would just call it um, I think, basically a variable in the game that these people were yeah, on a previous I, show. I, I think the main twist, and it really didn't affect anything from that, was the fast forward that, you know, basically from the Amazing Race, the fast forward where the four people were kept safe. But that really, once that twist was done, it really didn't affect that much. Uh, they have also yep. talked, uh, they've also talked about, uh, uh, you got, you uh, thinking, hey, it would be great if Derek and Cody went on the Amazing Race. Have you heard them talk that way? Yeah, I, you know, it's funny, uh, and I, it's pretty cool because I do watch the feeds. I definitely watch the feeds. I do a recap show on you now three nights a week, so I have to watch the feeds, so I'm kind of up with it. And I sometimes I miss those things because I am working full-time and the family and all that, but it's pretty cool because I usually have 10 or 100 fans <laughs> tweet at me the uh, the screen grabs or the, the timestamps when they do talk about that stuff. So I have heard it, and um, they've heard it. It's actually 
talked about it a few times, Cody and I being on The Amazing Race, so that's flattering. That they, so would uh, you do it? Yeah, I mean, if I have time permitted, and uh, the the ultimate boss, the boss above Les Munevs, uh, asked me, which is my wife, allowed me to do it, um, then I would probably do it. Yeah, I think it'd be something I would definitely explore. There's really no loss in that game. You're only out there for like twenty something days, and yeah, I think it's like twenty nine uh, days or something. Twenty, yeah, twenty nine days, and I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I believe you can have some some communication with your family. I don't think it's something where. You can't talk to them at all. I, I don't know for certain. I haven't really looked into it. I can tell you that I'm not scheduled to be on the Amazing Race at this point. But I would have to look at the logistics of it. If it was something where I couldn't talk to my family again for 30 days, I don't know if I would do it. I don't know. I'd have to I'd have to weigh out the pros and cons and see. But it would definitely be something I would entertain for sure. Yeah, that would be great to watch you guys out there. I think you guys would do a great job. And yeah, you're both competitive. Yeah, either that yeah, either that would be the first one out, one or the other. Who knows? <laughs> that, okay. Uh, never speaking, know. Of, speaking, speaking of twists, which we don't know how it's going to happen or the rules behind it, but when that person can find out that three, they can cancel out three votes, the way the House yeah. normally votes early on, at least, is they vote with the House. So 12 Correct. to nothing uh, yeah. could, be, could be the upcoming yeah. vote. Now, to avoid that and make use of that twist, I think they should be allowed to say, hey, I just got an advantage. I just got, I can remove three votes. So if you join me and you join me, you know, do you think that they will be able to, to, uh, to use that? Or do they have to, do you think they have to be quiet when they get that, uh, that power? I would well, think I think they would probably, know, right? Because they have to yeah, pick up I the think- phone, right? Yeah, I think I think, but I get what you're saying as far as uh, once they find out through the phone call, are they going to be able to set tell it to people? And, and I think, yeah, I think they absolutely will. Even with Team America, we kept it a secret, but we were we were allowed to tell people while we were in the house if we thought it could help out our game. We just chose not to because we knew it wouldn't. Um, yeah, where these people can use it as leverage if they feel it would help them out. I don't know if they will tell people. I don't know if I would tell people, but. It's definitely something I think they'll have the option of, you know, letting people know that they have this advantage. Yeah, but I think at this point, I mean, the whole like the whole house is probably going to be voting for day anyway. I don't think yeah. she's going to no, get enough votes. Yeah, days. Yeah, I'm upset about that. Happens. Yeah, no, unless something dramatic happens, she's going to be she's going to be hanging out with Chase very soon. Well, you know, Here, I have- this is kind of. It's, Oh, I'm sorry, Charlie. I just want to say something real quick. There's actually been t- recent talk you know, about the, the twin twist with um, Liz and Julia, and um, Day and Jason have now confirmed that they know that they're twins and they are been switching um, these positions in the house, and they're trying to figure out if they should let people know um, because at this point she's not up in the block, but if, if it would affect anything. So they're, they're talking about that right now. I'm just getting... Uh, some tweets about that right now, so I just want to give you guys a heads up. Um, Derek, what do you think about the twin twist? I think it's a cool twist, and I did not know that, so that must be happening right this second. It's happening that, right now. If that happened, that's happening. That is bad, because I don't believe... I know the veto... Did the veto meet, I know. I don't know if we're doing spoilers yet, but did the veto meeting happen yet today without no. saying... Yes. Stuff? Yes, it, it did. Didn't ha- it, it did already happen? Yes. Okay, so I'm assuming they're not up there. Um, and if they're not up there, that's not going to affect anything. If it was for the veto meeting, it would have had an absolute chance of affecting something that they felt that somebody was pulling a side twist in the house. 
Um, but it could affect her for the future weeks, absolutely. But if she's not up there, I, I know who is up there. I won't say if we're not doing spoilers. Um, oh, no, we already, was... already discussed it. All right, so Megan's up there, I'm assuming, then, right? Yeah. No. Oh. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, Megan's yes. up there. So, Me- so Me- Meg's on the block, and obviously, well, they're already locked in. It's kind of like Audrey the week, you know, the first week. Everyone, if, if Jace hadn't already been put up as a replacement nominee, Audrey would have went home that week. But because it was already locked in, it allowed her to, you know, get back in some control for the week, and now she's not even on the block this week. So, um, yeah. yeah, I don't think it really affects it too much. And once day goes, now all you're going to have is Jason talking about this twin twist. So as long as, uh, uh, you know, she can keep it under wraps, she might be good. But if they figure it out and they start to confirm that that is the case, yeah, she's done. She's gonna, they'll probably get her out of there figuring that she's going to win extra money or something like that, and they'll, they'll yeah. send her home. So that's happening right now, you guys. So if you're after you guys uh, listen to Manic Monday, go in the live feeds and check it out. Um, Cherry, you had a question for Derek. What's your question? Yes. Derek, I have um, a desire to do a Cherry Garcia takeover for a week to um, make it a penalty nom if anyone shares who they're voting for because I hate when everybody votes with the house. Um, mm-hmm. And then, if it works well, I'd like to see an entire season where that's the rule, where people can't share who they're voting for. What do you think? Um, as a fan or as a house guest? You want both? <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's dangerous. That's a dangerous question, Terry. That's a fully loaded question, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As a fan, yeah, sounds awesome. As a house guest, I hate it. You know, it's. <laughs> there's, there's so you know I love the fact that I've gotten to play the game because my perspective on what you know I want to see has changed so dramatically because what I love to watch on TV is exactly what I didn't do in the house because what we love to watch on TV isn't necessarily uh, what's good for people's games. So I have two different perspectives on almost every question now, and 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 it's no different with the question you just asked. Would love of to course. see it. It definitely would build up some suspense, but it also would limit the amount of strategy that you're able to implement by not even being able to discuss who the target is or who you're voting for. Um, so from a house guest standpoint, I would hate that because you basically have no clue what's going on on a week-to-week basis, and that's that's unnerving, and it doesn't allow to really substantiate any alliances because you can't even talk about who you're voting for. But, uh, Maybe yeah, you can just for, talk through the eyes. Just give them those eyes. Yeah, and, and be honest, with you, no how long as you are, you find ways to you'd make up code names for people's names where it'd be like Audrey would be banana and Jason would be apple. It'd be like, oh, I really they want would, some apples this week. You know, bananas, I'm all done with the bananas. They got to, yeah. no more bananas, BB. We would find a way. They would find a way. They would, yeah, there would exactly. be a way they would get around it. Absolutely. Yeah, literally, I, I know there would be. I just came up a way to do it in two minutes. So imagine if I had all day. <laughs> oh my God! So I, like... I, need to, I need to ask two other people's opinion. Uh, your opinion about two other house guests. Um, okay. One is one is Austin, and the other is Vanessa. Okay. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Austin. Uh, Austin is playing a pretty good game. I think. I think Vanessa and Austin are both playing very similar games. I will say this. I, I Austin is very sociable. He's very articulate, and he finds ways to find common interests with people. He's very uh, comforting to talk to when you listen to him talk about his conversation. He does have some people who don't trust him. I know Jeff doesn't trust him, but let's be honest: Jeff changes who he trusts on a weekly, on a daily basis. So, um, 
that doesn't hold much weight. So I really like the social theme that Austin has as far as how charismatic he is and his ability to talk to people. Um, considering the stature he has and how much he has to overcome, I have said from the beginning I thought Vanessa had the most tools to win the game based on our past experiences. But I have to say, and please disagree with me if you will, and I've asked this question on Twitter, I've asked it on you now, and people tend to agree with me. I find it very difficult to listen to Vanessa have conversations, and not in the way you would think. She's just very awkward. Her, her facial expressions when she's listening to people and the way she gets very emotional as she's talking about something she cares about, it's tough. It's just tough to to listen to. And I like Vanessa a lot, but it just seems like that down the road could hurt her because she's almost like a Steven in a way. She was definitely she's definitely one of the more awkward people in the house because she's so intelligent. And I just don't know if that's going to be something down the road that's going to turn people off when they're running out of options to put people up. But she just, I don't know, she just she comes off as awkward to me. And, and from what I've gathered, people are also noticing that. She doesn't have the interpersonal skills that some of the other house guests have because she's so intelligent and she's used to playing a game where nobody talks to each other. It, it's, a, it's, it's, kind of apparent, it's kind of apparent to me. I don't know. I don't yeah. know what you guys on that. You know, I actually was talking about her today, um, and I was saying, I said, I think she would be good at the game, but not at this moment. I said, it's going to take her, I think, a little bit to get comfortable in her own skin in that house. And she is awkward at this point, and I totally agree with you, but I think that if she remains in the house, and gets more acclimated with all the different types of personalities, because you're right, she does sit at a table where there's people that stay quiet, there's people that have sunglasses, and her with her sunglasses on all day cracks me up. Um, there's people that can be at a table that act crazy, but in that, t- that type of environment that she's in, there's a bunch of crazy, and she can't get away from it. You know, she yeah. tries to hide behind her sunglasses. That's her mechanism. That's like her safety blanket. For me, that's what I think. I, I, and, agree. I definitely agree. You know, I definitely agree. It's going to be interesting. I don't know. I, I'm torn about her. I can tell you that if I was in the house, her, her, the awkwardness would, would, would turn me off because if I don't feel like there's a friendship there, like a personal relationship as opposed to just gameplay, I'm not going to want to keep you around. That's going to definitely be a variable when considering who I put on the block and who I don't. And although I think she's building bonds with many people, I don't think she has any, like, strong, strong bonds that, like, could outlast all the way to the end. I mean, I think she's starting some, but she also talks a lot, and she talks about a lot of different things with Austin and, and, and Steven, and I don't know if that's going to come back to bite her, but um, I don't think she's going anywhere anytime soon. I can tell you that much. And, and if that's the only goal in the beginning is to just get further in the game and get rid of some of the crazies. And if she's in there long enough, I mean, the girl studied game theory, if she's in there long enough, she's going to start looking at these people as chess pieces, and she could become somebody who who takes the whole thing for sure. Yeah, right now she's sitting at a sixty-nine table poker tournament, yeah. and she needs to get down. She needs to get down to the final table to you know to kind of like connect. You know. Yeah, that's a good um, way to put it. That's a good way to put it. I mean, sure. really, I I think that I think a lot to do with you know it's first couple of weeks, you know, you're there, you know, she was missing her family. She, I think, was the first person crying on the live feeds, and then you turned it on. Oh, yeah. um, oh, so, yeah. you know, she has a lot going um, on right now, but she is very, very smart. 
Um, a question about her that I, I haven't really picked up. She hasn't told anybody that she's a poker player, right? Literally, she has literally mentioned like a thousand times that she was a former gambler and play. Like she's literally, it's almost to me, I know this isn't what she wants, but it almost sounds like to me like she wants people to recognize her a little bit. Like, yeah, in my former life, I play, I was a professional gambler. Like, I don't think she wants them to know how much money she made, but I think it's very apparent. Nobody knows who she is. Nobody knows who Vanessa Russo, the poker player I was, is. I was surprised. I really thought somebody in there would yeah. recognize. Maybe maybe that's what she halfway expected and is disappointed yeah. that nobody did. Yeah, <laughs> I want, yeah nobody knows I who want, she is. I want to ask you, and I don't know if you can go back to the first few days of watching the feeds or not, but I hope you are able to. Did, did your opinion of Audrey in the first day or two of watching the feeds has that changed from then till now? Um, I'm actually impressed with Audrey up to this point because I, I put again, I put something on Twitter. She was coming off as Devin to me all day long. She was the next Devin. Uh, she'd be going home this week without a doubt. I had no, I had no doubts about it. And she turned it around the minute she voted against the house with the Jason Jackie vote, and the way she's kind of. Re- Come more of uh, secluded and a recluse, and just kind of stuck to herself. Um, she's kind of turned it around. I mean, I still don't think she's just like loved by everyone in the house, and she's going to skate to the end. But the fact that she's able to kind of escape back into the shadows, I'm very impressed with that. I still think she has a high level of paranoia, and I don't think it's the last we've seen of it. I think she's going to come out again and play. But kudos to her for turning around what essentially was an entire house who was against her and is now essentially forgot that she was spreading lies to everybody and, 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 and has kind of become somebody who is, quote-unquote, not viewed as an immediate threat to anyone's game. Well, you well I, think about also, Devin, I think also I think, it helps well, that she is the one that everybody's going after. So right now they're like, okay, we know that she's probably going to do something. She's probably going to start another lie again. You know, she'll be there when we need to get rid of her, you know, and it's easy to be in that house and and keep somebody around like that, you know, Uh that's taking the attention away from you. Absolutely. No, I I was going to say she, you, you said Derek that, uh, she reminded you a bit of, of Devin. I was thinking more along Ronnie Talbot, too. Oh, of who you skipped out. I'm sorry. He said Ronnie Talbot. I was actually thinking Brian Hart. I haven't seen Ronnie. I haven't seen him. I haven't seen that season. Oh, okay. But, Brian, that's that's a good comparison, too. Uh, Brian Hart was on my season, um, yep, Derek. Yep. He was the first one that got out. I remember uh, Brian. I remember Brian. Yeah. Uh, Ronnie Talbot, he, he was uh, on season 11. So you'll yep. have to go back and check that out. Um, Wait, question for you, Derek. Why don't I remember? I've watched season 11. I, haven't seen, I don't remember him. Ronnie, no, do you remember Ronnie. he was the one that got one HOH and was scared and secluded himself up in the HOH and uh, Russell oh, kept going Oh, you know up. what? I do remember that. I do remember that. Absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. He, um, Yeah, sure. I could see the comparison between him and her. Absolutely. Well, we'll see. I can't wait to see what Audrey has next up her sleeves because she's definitely interesting. And she's in my pool, so she better not get out quick. Uh, question for you, Derek. Um, what about, uh, well, I guess you can call him a hometown boy. I mean, he is from right down the street, Fall River. 
Um, yes. What are your thoughts on Jason? Um, that's my boy, so I hope that you, you like him. I mean, and I know that he's probably not in the good kind of side of the house right now. Oof. Yeah, no, he's definitely not in the good side of the house. Um, I, I, what I'll say for Jason, he's very entertaining. Uh, you know, he's very opinionated. Um, he seems to like like me and all that, and that's all great. And, he, you know, he's very, talking very highly of me and stuff, but he's just very opinionated, man. He, I hate to say this, but he's a stereotypical Internet Big Brother person who is uh, very opinionated. The way he voices – I will say this. I'll give him this. The way he voices his opinion in the house about former house guests, and, you know, how he feels about certain topics, at least he's true to himself and he's willing to say it when he's on camera because the opinions he's voicing is very similar to some of the people you'd see in the Joker's chat rooms and stuff like that. So kudos to him for being willing to say it from out behind the camera. Um, but I, don't, I just don't know how good that is for the game, for him long term, as far as getting to the end and winning the money. Yeah, well, I told him when I met him, I said, oh, my God, you know, you are definitely a character and you should be on Big Brother. But I said, you know, don't bring the caddy. Yeah. <laughs> try to, yeah, leave, try to leave it if he ever made it. And he didn't even let me know. He went to the casting at Twin River, Derek. Yeah, I saw him there. I remember seeing him. Yeah. Yeah, no, he, uh, my, brother, my, brother, my brother remembered him, too, obviously. Yeah, no, I was yeah. How about uh how about James? Do you think uh James is uh is fading uh for his potential or do you think he can uh, come back strong? No, I think he can come back strong. I think James is in a decent position. He's a little opinionated and he's somebody who's gonna be put on the block I think really soon. But again, I don't think he's viewed I don't think some of the a lot of the house guests view him as a huge threat yet. I don't know. I mean he speaks Derek, his mind but somebody yeah. somebody at the New York premiere, a fan told me that he is a correctional officer. He is. That's why he wears the badge and hat on all around the house. Yeah. So he he has told people he's a correctional officer and they believe him. <laughs> oh yeah, he walks around with a badge and hat on all day long. I mean, if you look, he had it on last night. He has a hat with a badge actually on it. He was talking about I, his badge and look. That's funny. Absolutely. I didn't. I didn't know that. I don't. Wa- I don't have time yep. to watch the live feeds. I just get little yeah. tidbits. But no, I thought no, yeah, that he, you know people wouldn't believe him. Like you know, a lot of people don't believe um, Johnny Mac is a dentist. You know, um, he definitely doesn't seem like a, a correctional officer. And I think that that's uh, going to be a good ability for him by laying low a little bit right now. Yeah. No. I mean, he's, he's definitely somebody who could win it. And, you know, this early in the game. Let's be honest. Anybody can win it. It's so, it's so early in the game. Audrey just proved to us that. The game of Big Brother changes by the second, and anybody can turn it around in there, and that's why, you know, we always implore people, regardless of the situation they're in, to never give up because the game changes every single second, and just one thing can flip the house upside down. So for me to say anybody uh, at this point, if they're still in that house, doesn't have a chance at winning is is, is ludicrous because you just never, ever know what's going to happen. So, yeah, James has done, not done anything that's going to impede him from, from winning the game. He definitely won the first HOA and got out a player that everyone in the house wanted out. So I, that didn't hurt him. That was a successful week for him. And it's just going to be interesting to see how he goes forward from this point. And like I said, one wrong thing he says or does could end his game. And uh, one thing that he says or does could get him to the final two. It's, 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 it changes every every minute. You never know. You never know in that house, especially yeah. love the twists and expect the yeah. unexpected. Um, our show's going to be over soon. I didn't know if Paul yeah. or Cherry had any more questions for Derek. Oh, I'm, I 
<laughs> I know you have uh, probably a million, Paul. Try to get it down yeah, to one. Yeah. No, it's been it's been very it it's we don't have the time, but it's been uh, great talking with you and getting your perspective again, Derek. So we really appreciate it. I yeah, we're down to three minutes. So, um, Derek, is there any? Go ahead, Derek. Go ahead. No, no, Michelle. No, I just, I just wanted to say, um, thank you for coming on. And is there anything that you have in the future? Anything you want to promote, real quick? Um, anything? T-shirts? Anything? No, I'll throw a shameless plug out there. Listen, I partnered, and I know some of you guys who are a little bit, you know, more, you know, older in the technology world. Uh, I just partnered with uh, you now. I'm doing uh, recaps after the live, after each episode. Uh, So immediately after the episode ends, if you hop on you now. It's an app, or you can go right on your computer. It's free to sign up. It's a live broadcast where you guys get to ask questions kind of like this, and we talk about it for about an hour after every episode. We had a, I've only done two shows, and we had over 3,000 viewers last um, Sunday night. So it, awesome. it's been incredible. It's a, we're getting a lot of people, and literally you oh, now have acknowledged oh, me as the, the actual recap guy for Big Brother out of all oh, their cool. broadcasts. Okay, so if people go on you now, how do they find your particular podcast? What name Just are type you in my name. Just type in my username, Derek Levasseur, D-E-R-R-I-C-K-L-E-V-A-S-S-E-U-R, one word, self-explanatory. You type it in, Perfect. my broadcast will come right up, and if you really want, sign up now, and you can just find me now, click notification, and when I log on, you'll see, hey, Derek has just started a broadcast, or it comes up on Twitter. And it's actually a really cool platform because everybody gets to ask me questions and also give their opinions. We throw out quick polls, quick votes. We talk about the feeds. It's actually been a lot of fun, more fun than I thought. So if you guys can come out and check it out, definitely come on. It's pretty damn cool. Awesome. So you guys do that after the show? Yep, right after the show ends. All right, Joe. Thank you. Thank you so much, Derek, for coming Thank on tonight so and taking Derek. the time out. We really appreciate it. Awesome, guys. Take care. Have a good night. I want, you too, bye. Hello. I want to mention our show Hello. on Thursday night is also right after the live show. So remember to come here on Thursday night right after the live show at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central. Cowboy is going to have Adam Pock here with us. So make sure you join us. We're going to close the show with Ron, as we always do. It's been a fun night tonight with Derek and Michelle. Take care, everybody. Have a great night and a great week. Here's Ron to close us out. God bless, everyone. Bye, guys. Love I you. I want to finish off the show with a little music and say to all of my listeners, thank you, guys, and thank you all for coming in. God bless you, and thank you for listening to the show. And it was a great one. It's always a great one. Mondays with Michelle Costa. And don't forget, be here on Thursday for the Reality Roundtable show with Michael Cowboy Ellis, 10 p.m. Eastern, right after the live CBS show. Everybody say good night. Good night. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.
<laughs> Good night.